Put a microphone on, and she, she's in charge of a microphone, and all of a sudden she's all bossy, bossy, bossy. Yeah, that's what, that's like, what no, happens. I want it to be technically perfect. No, I don't want anybody okay. saying, man, those people are loud. Okay. Oh, well, that's cool. true. All well, right. I'm Puerto Rican and you're Mexican. Oh, no, Mexican is <laughs> soft, so good. Sometimes. Like, hey, yeah, so, I think that's true. That's so. Uh, no, compared to Puerto Ricans, you wear nothing. Oh. I'm going to get my... Wait, why is it way over there? I don't know, because I'm like leaving it away from the electronic <laughs> stuff. I freak out. Cheers. Cheers. Podcast. Podcast number one. Tecate. Sponsored by Tecate. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, excellent. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. nice. We should we should get sponsorships for stuff like hey, this. Hey, this is your stuff. Yeah, I know. You go for it. It's a Tecate. Man, this mm-hmm. is Bernadette. Uh, what is that? Escamilla, no? Right? Escamilla, yes. I'm, I'm married, but I go by my Escamilla. Yeah. And that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true though it's true it is true okay wait you have to introduce yourself now we had to let everybody know who you are okay. and what you are and what you're doing and well you start okay well are we starting you yeah start. we can start right I now like, well, this is it all you gotta introduce yourself okay then. well this is Bernadette I'm actually I have a Material Girl podcast it's called Material Girl and we're here at the Rosemarine Theater January 2018 first I don't even know what day it is First podcast of the year, and I have Avi, Avisal. That is correct. <laughs> Avisal Hernandez, for all you out there in La La Land or podcast land. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, uh, Miss Bernadette. Thank you for welcoming to, what was the name of it? Material oh, Girl. Material Girl. That is like an awesome name, okay. podcast. So like when people hear Material Girl, they think of like Madonna yeah. or... So you love a like, Latina Madonna? You know, it's... <laughs> Exactly. I wanted to be her like when I was eight years old. I sure did. Um, no, I just I like it. It's just a fun fun name for it. So, anyways. Well, thank you for inviting me to the Material Girl podcast, uh, the first one of uh, 2018. I know, isn't oh that my crazy? God, it is crazy, and it's we're halfway through. We're almost done with January. What a year! What a year! Uh, so, but thank you, thank you for coming here. And this is sponsored by. Um, well, me and you. And me. <laughs> there right you now, go. There's nobody else's sponsor. Hey, it's the best. So, but we'll say that Rosemarine, uh, the Artes de la Rosa will be your first sponsor. Yes. Because here we are. And it's great to be in this old I'm nice glad old to be here. It's like home here. Gallery. Yeah, I know I, I used to spend all my days and nights here for a long time just to get it up and running. Yeah, that's true. I remember, those are the good old days. The old road, it was called just the Rosemarine Theater there. Rosemarine Theater, and there was a Latin Arts Association. And uh, Joe, uh, that ran the Rosemarine yes. Theater. So, uh, and this uh, year is part of our 100-year anniversary, so I'm glad you're coming back, everybody else coming oh, back. That's so, so remember. Nice. 100 years? 100 years that's been open. It was finished constructed in 17, 1917, and it opened in 18, so it kind of goes into both. Oh, So it's wow. really exciting, at least in the context of that. And since you were here since... From way in the beginning when it was professionally first managed as a nonprofit, that's really cool. It's kind of come almost full circle. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was born as a theatrical production uh, place after its, its renaissance um, back in 2003, four, four, right? It was around there, four or five, when Kathy came in or something like that. Right. So I think like 2001 is when they finally. Open the doors mm-hmm. for and the modern renovation, um, but it wasn't professionally managed until a couple of years later. It was just kind of a part-time managers thing and the board running yeah. it, if I remember correctly. Um, so and it's it's come a long way, even though it's it had its challenges, particularly up until now. It's come a long way, hasn't it? 
Oh, the, yeah. The roles, the roles, the artists de la Rosa, as we're called now. I mean, it's in everything from art gallery and... Uh, yes, we have an art gallery, as you know, a beautiful 100-year-old theater. Uh, we have an art show coming next week. Uh, our first of the professional one, uh, first of the year, uh, and the February second, they'll come in the Fort Worth Arts Collective. Very good, exciting. They have they called big the show apparently, and it's a very exciting, big professional pieces. All the artists are professional artists, up and coming contemporary artists from the area. Uh, most of them Latino, which is very exciting for us. Uh, make this into a really nice uh, professional ongoing gallery. That's my thing. Is wanting to always be some cool, innovative, thought-provoking art up there that says a message, tells a story. Sometimes it's just pretty mm -hmm. to look at. You know, if you get those that too, sometimes you just got to look at beauty. I love it. I oh, love, that's so. my favorite thing about the arts is the visual arts mm -hmm. and the performing arts. And, well, what and like. we have a great space too. I mean, yeah. it's such a... Yeah, it's a nice big space. It's, we're lucky to have it. Uh, City of Fort Worth was very generous and uh, doing this great renovation so long ago but that, that's what it's for but we we were the, the community leaders here in the north side of fort worth were the ones that made this dream happen and it's still part of the community that's what it was it's the, the love that the community brings to it that makes this place special right. and it's for the latinos it's for the modern latinos it's for all of the city of fort worth really it just happens to be the story of latinos and and fort worth and of course america yeah so which is what it all is about inclusivity. There's no such thing as uh, uh, being apart. We are all together. We just happen to be of our beautiful Latino part culture. <laughs> culture. So we all mission mash it and eventually we'll stop being called that, I'm sure. But uh, right now we're not. I like so. it. I like that. This is this is what we identify with. This yeah. is this yeah, is it's it. It's North Side. Wait, no, as, as one of the kids would put it, North Side baby. North side. <laughs> so that's the North Side. I'm the art day. Cool. So what about the uh, academy that's coming up? I know you guys had some sign-ups. Yeah, we had a couple of sign-ups. It's going slow, um, but quite nice. Uh, we had a couple of nice people coming in last night and registering for our academy, which is, uh, as you know, uh, we have uh, uh, theater and writing kind of a classes. After uh, We have the visual arts and we have our dance. Uh, visual arts is Eric Eric. Um, Villarreal, uh, Rob Vasquez for an awesome uh, theater program. He puts those uh, kids and creates a story and acting and the whole for theater production. And then there's dancing with Kimberly Campos, uh, dance, our dance instructor. And they just bring, you know, every other night, they have an hour and a half to two hours of instruction for the kids for 12 whole weeks. It's one of the most one of the most affordable programs in the whole DFW, not just Fort Worth, not just Dallas, not just whatever mid-city, fill in the blank, the whole Fort Worth. I know because I researched it and make sure we were competitive and we're way competitive. Yeah. Very affordable and it's uh, 12 weeks, um, four, over 40 hours of instruction at a really great affordable and all our instructors are professional artists in their field mm -hmm. and we take great pride of that. One, we give work to artists. We give them the respect they deserve, and the kids, especially from our little neighborhood here, they have an opportunity to, you know, express themselves, mm -hmm. learn about the arts, you know, have fun, paint a little paint. Uh, we have a couple of kids that are really into their acting things. They, they're getting their acting chops really uh, honed here, 
that's what they did. And usually uh, our theater program, from my remembrance when we were back in the day, you know, oh my gosh, 15 years ago yeah. already, mm -hmm. uh, uh, some of them grew up and they're still involved in theater one way or another. Right. A, a few of them have really gone out to all end way back in the day. That's my hope that we could do that, continue doing that, and do it again, and then have some kids that really fall in love with theater. Who knows? Maybe somebody will become a star, but the point is that they they fall in love with the theater, with the arts, with, with themselves, because theater properly uh, gives a lot of self-confidence because it's a, a form of well, you got to be out there talking in front of people. That's great for business. <laughs> and you, if you're a businessman, you got to learn how to act sometimes. And it gives great self-confidence in the public speaking and project management mm -hmm. when you're doing a piece of uh, visual work. It's not a just pick up a brush and stuff, which is very creative and liberating, but actually a piece of art really needs some planning um, it, to go into it. Project management is crucial to it. Mm -hmm. um, and if you really instill the love of, of art, that's what you're gonna get out of it. Besides critically, and, and you do have fun. You do get to sling some paint around a lot of times. So hey, it's fun. Get creative, and I like comic books. Create me a comic book. I'm happy. Get oh, lost in the that'd story. be fun to do like a workshop for comic mm -hmm. book, and then I, the art side of it, doing the graphics and and the story. Oh, that would be cool to have some kind of mm -hmm. uh, comic book con. You know, like they oh, have yeah, those, comic -Con. Those oh, that's a great little idea. Conventions. Or It'll be have? kind of a literary visual kind of thing, narrative thing. Well, that's a good idea. I got to think about that. <laughs> but I do want a, a Zine coming in here, a magazine, but Zine but for fan. That's what we called in Wait, the old days. Wait, what is it? In the old days, they were called a Zine. I don't know if they're called now the I same thing. I don't know thing. what that is. It's a, a magazine. Just take all the M mag out of it and oh, just leave zine. the Zine. Okay. Z i n e Zine. So they kind of it's kind of an abbreviation. Back in the days, to be very in the print days, um, they've always been fan based. They're magazines for fan, for a, a, a fan of something. Oh, okay. Um, Star Trek, mm -hmm, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it used to be very graphic oriented. In other words, the art, stuff like that, street art in, in um, uh, Los Angeles, New York, kind of the big cities for it. They would put, it's all this graphic, almost street art style to it. But it's a dedicated, almost like a, a comic book, sort mm -hmm. of, but not quite. It's very crazy, very modern writing when you have articles in it. It's just, they're not quite just in that little box. Like in a magazine, you'd see a little box and you read the article. They could be going to the other side. But it's very, also, the, the big part of it is very visual. So it's always about the visual art of it, component of it. And they would be called zines, and they were kind of an underground thing culture. And in the actually in the computer age, it translated to the computer. Uh, well, it's not digital based instead right. of paper, but they still have the papers. You just like I said, it's kind of an underground thing, um, culture That's thing. That's cool. But it is very graphic, and I knew about them. And, and like the Chicanos from Los Angeles was a very big thing, and in New York City, very big thing. Uh, those are the two places I'm most familiar with. But so that's a thing, and I would like to do something similar in, in paper-based, print-based here. Incorporate that. But like I said, it's kind of comic bookish, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I would love to expand into it. So it's in the works that hopefully we could somehow bring that to fruition. Yeah, that'd be great. It would be fun. I mean, not even for the, just the kids, for everybody to participate in. I know. Folks I mean, I would, I would, I would want to do that. That would be fun, see? And my uh, uh, visual arts instructor, Eric, Eric uh, Villarreal, uh, he's, he knows what that is. And so I'm like, look, if I get your printing press or we do something, 
you got to get, I mean, besides it's a project base, so you build a zine, mm -hmm. but we keep going on, printing quarterly edition there you of go. a zine fan based of Fort Worth Cool Arts or whatever the kids come up with. Yeah. Or we can't, it's what it would be our zine. As, oh, that's it, the Rosine. I like it, Rose. The Rosine. Rosine. I like it. Done. Uh, creativity okay. is born. Rosine. <laughs> it's our magazine, sort of, but it's graphically very. I just my old print thing. I am going. Oh, what's my book? Okay, so you said it out loud. It's gonna be your idea. You got it. Done. So it's there. It's Patton. there. Oh yeah. Done. That's it. But yeah, pop it in there. But that's that's kind of and like I said. It's an evolution of what we uh, uh, offer to our academy. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, for example, if we do design a workshop, it'd be a workshop. Maybe just a week or two long. But it would be the outgoing. It would be design our very first design project. Um, and then we could do. So it's an expansion of our academy. We want to make our academy stronger, offering even more product, more artistic classes, more artistic outcome and opportunities for our local uh, kids here in uh, Fort Worth, because most of them will be for the younger 18 mm -hmm. and under. Now, I am, am toying with the idea of senior classes, too, oh, 65 and over and so that forth. That would be because, wonderful. Yeah, um, it's still in the works because, uh, of course, as a nonprofit, we are always looking for that mighty dollar our god yeah our, our the person we worship <laughs> is the dollar so uh even though it doesn't cost much and we get grants it's a matter of uh logistics mm -hmm. but that is another and when it comes just to the academy i wanted to be an academy uh, and we offer this 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 i don't want to just offer three like we're doing now mm -hmm. i want it to be a robust three maybe mm -hmm. six or maybe just workshop a, a continuous one which is what we have now mm -hmm. a semester long one 12 weeks but maybe offer workshops boom one week workshop here one week workshop there more adults more advanced ones uh, for senior adults some for more older kids so that's where design comes in and whatever the little end the filmmaking class which is also video making media making I think I'm calling media making because it could be podcast. It could be it could be, be podcast. audio it could be visual exactly. it could so be... I'd rather say media yeah. instead of just film but of course film festivals and filmmaking classes are the most popular trending things usually yeah but uh, i think i might want to expand it to say, just say media and encompass film um, sound and so forth yeah but that's what we're hoping um those are our more mid-range to long-range plans so we'll see what happens there because the art scene you know how the art when you have the art you got to deal with the arts which is all, you can't control creativity and the and the almost anarchistic nature of what being art or creativity is, and then there's the uh, well the money part that's a little bit more straight laced yeah. and you gotta pay the rent kind of thing. Yes. But we'll see how it goes. It's very exciting. I love I love all what you had to say. <laughs> I did, I do. Uh, it's gonna be exciting. I can't wait. I can't wait to. Um, I want to hear more about the film festival. Like, what do you envision for the film festival? Well, and, uh, for our very first one, since we're a bit back, I'm film. I would like to concentrate on mostly shorts. Shorts are, are um, underused uh, genre of the film films. Mm -hmm. uh, usually, ha less than half an hour. Uh, us they usually go for documentaries, small documentaries, even commercials could be considered shorts in that sense. And one because there's a bunch out there and that are super creative because you have five minutes and you create this short excellent mm -hmm. story but you're still using your creative juices for the uh, for the artist there so that's what i would like to concentrate for our very first one just call it 
I seen in shorts or something like to mm-hmm. that. I think that's what the very first one I did actually was here in the Cine de la Rosa. Cine de la Rosa, uh, Cine de Colores, we called it. Cine shorts. Mm-hmm. Actually, mine was Cine shorts. Then I think the next year or the, the year, two years after that, we call it Cine de Colores um, here in the roads. Now, so something like that, but my thing was concentrate on, on shorts. Uh, have some students, local students, Mr. one of our board members, they know knows they have a media program in the ISD. Mm-hmm. So do a shout out for them and say, hey, do a, a movie, a short, and submit it to the festival and to the, all, actually we're gonna do it to all the ISDs. Now that I think of expand mm-hmm. it to the, all DFW, just submit it here. The theme being X, we'll come up with a theme, right. uh, um, Latinos, uh, immigration, I don't know, you name it, right. the solar eclipse, I don't know, <laughs> something, do something, I don't know, how I eat an apple, worms, yeah. and where do they go after you eat them, I don't know, whatever the board comes mm-hmm. up with, but that's the initial one, it has been approved, of course, as always, they don't give much money, but money, hey, hey, money's the necessary evil, but that's what I envision, it'd be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday matinee, mm-hmm. and on a Sunday, we would give out a little... Uh, best of shorts by voting um, we would give a every time somebody would come in we'd have a list of the shorts they're watching or the movies they're watching be it uh, we might put in a, uh, a long one a longer format one for as a premiere we find find it that's affordable that's interesting that's relevant to our topic but anyway uh, at the end of the Sunday night whatever that be we'll show one or two more and the idea is okay now we're gonna thank you for coming and here's a price for the best one the funniest one so forth somebody get something yeah something that we, everybody loves getting a little yeah. metal saying hey great participation yeah um so at least that's it uh so friday will probably be two three hour two hours of movies and stuff two shorts or something to that effect three hours saturday probably a little longer probably four hours so it'd be from two to nine or something like that and then for uh uh, Sunday evening will probably be, but let's say four to eight because a couple hours, one or two hours of uh, one hour of shorts or whatever it is, and then the one hour of programming gala or whatever you want to call it. Um, I would love to have after parties after each night or what, like a nighttime. Program. I love after. I live. For yeah, after exactly. Parties. But we'll see how that goes. That wasn't exactly put in the budget, but that's <laughs> we can get some one. sponsorships for but that. Exactly. Yes. I, love that. I love that idea. It's uh, the sponsorship because uh, every night, of course, if we get uh, local filmmakers mm-hmm. that submit their films, of course, they're going to come to it. We're going to have some fun. And they might they might even Q&A with them if we get some local. Oh, if, yeah. uh, I'm going to concentrate on, of course, Texas. Um, I'm going to do a shout out as far as I know to the world in general. But... Let's concentrate on Texas, maybe for the because I know there's a lot of filmmakers here, and of course, like Hispanic Latino filmmakers, and nice, interesting shorts somewhere, and they're the easiest one to bring in. Yeah. If they come in, most of them are going to come on their dollar, and all we have to pay them on maybe some costs. That be fair enough, and throw a little party afterwards. If we could get sponsored by Tecate, our favorite beer. Oh of yeah. Mexicano. Something. Or Miller Lite. Or some cerveza. tequila. Yeah, no, Tequila. Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, we got a couple of wine. No, wine is too fancy for it. But, uh, we'll, no, we'll, we'll, wine is perfect. Wine is perfect. Well, yeah, it's more sophisticated. For the more sophisticated <laughs> palate. Oh. oh, That's the new up-and-coming Latino, Mexicanos and Latinos. So, no, we don't wine. do tequila. We do wine. Give me a little bit. There's a couple of vineyards here. That's a great idea. And so we could, you know, have a little mm-hmm. after party. So at least that's what it's working. We have, you know, what, eight months, 
till September or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, so we got plans. Uh, we're gonna get on it. Um, I get uh, some people really uh, want that to be the, like, the little jam, the little premiere, little oomph of the year. Mm -hmm. Since it's been a while since we had, I lucked of course to have it bigger. I need a little bit more. Um, I don't know, involvement from uh, some of the uh, film community, actually. So mm -hmm. a shout-out out there to the film community. If you all hearing me in this awesome Bernadette's Material Girl podcast, give me a call. <laughs> uh, we'll talk. Um, help me out with this. Yeah, no, I think so that that's, I think that's great. No. Yeah. Uh, so, and, of course, we have our theater. Uh, I have two theater uh, plays uh, scheduled for this year, one in spring, one in fall-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, to promote and to do so we'll be on the little theater thing coming up so is the is the gallery part of um the gallery nights that they have in fort worth they have one in the springtime they, they one are one supposed in the fall. to they're supposed to we wow. missed the ball on the last one uh, i had just gotten here yeah you were just and, and i'm like so you came about? you came in september i uh, yeah at end of august the beginning of september, september of and, 2017 I, immediately there were two grants uh due, so i had to get the hunker down mm -hmm. plus clean the place up um but yes, I am now reaching for another beer. Let's take, take a break. Let's take a break. So, the sponsor of Obviously. It's adorable. Oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. I really don't. It's so cute. I have this setup, which is the mics, mm -hmm. the mixer, to my computer. And then I also have like a portable one that I haven't used yet. But I want to, you know, when I... Portable what? Sound recorder thing? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't really used it, but... Yeah. Not, not, not... This goes directly into your computer? It goes directly into my USB computer. Or or something in the race? Yeah, so I have a little and, and passport the, oh, here. Okay, because my computer's so old that okay. it just goes, yes, everything's yes, go yes. here, and it okay. gets really good. Um, okay. I, I'm able to do this on Google, uh, Googling stuff, watching YouTube videos on how to hook up everything. I've probably purchased about, I don't know how many different kinds of mm -hmm. um, mics. mics and... What you got there? I don't SM78s know. SM78s, uh, those are the basics for anything. I, I have no idea what these are. Sound guy, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I have a friend who's a DJ, and mm -hmm. I was like, I don't even know why I didn't ask him yeah, to help me with my little mixer here. Mm -hmm. I went through like two or three different ones, and I'm like, this isn't what I needed, and this, I mean, it was, it was. For the love of art. This I mean, seriously, thing. I. You are obsessed. This is, okay, this is, it. You this is why I started it, because mm -hmm. I'm like, I needed to do something creative, and I was like, done art I feel like I've you know I, I did okay and I, I never sold anything I never I create stuff so this is yeah, my pops is an artist though, right? yes oh yeah my dad's mm -hmm. an artist he's still he's still creating to this day I mean Good. he will send you me interview him here oh I will he's Pop and they will have oh a my gosh he 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 lives in talking I oh gosh he's a mess but <laughs> that's an artist for you seriously I mean he's oh God. he's he's gonna be 70 this year 
and he's I'm still kicking it. Oh my gosh, kicking up dirt. Oh yeah, fifty-five. He's Hello. adorable. So yeah, so that's uh, that's this is this is me creating right what here. This conversation. You're gonna add video to one. Uh, one oh my day, gosh, and then really get creative, and then we're gonna have some art painters and stuff at the video portion of it and as we talk eventually you're gonna they're gonna start getting some paint <laughs> i'm gonna paint you come here yep that'd be cool let's do it talking about <laughs> stuff like that or or you know, that'd be kind of funny so you get eric here yeah he'll crack you up especially if you tell me that it doesn't have to be pc oh it doesn't have to be pc this it's is like completely just funny. open for so, whatever or open to interpretation yeah whatever that'd be funny uh but yeah Apple and tequila. Isn't that like a drink? It should be. Apples and tequila. Apples and tequila. I put in there. We'll see, apple infused tequila. Have you ever had tequila infused with anything? I think so. It's like. Oh, wait. Like pineapple? With anything, really. I think I've had something with pineapple. Pineapples. I I was in this New Orleans. I lived in New Orleans for two years. Tell me about that because I I think it's fascinating. This is my favorite city in the whole wide world. One day I woke up. I was not doing too well. I was a teacher in Memphis, Spanish teacher. It was not going very well. As you know, I love my language. I love hanging with kids and adults, but teaching them and being responsible. And then uh, here I am directing. Uh, I love being responsible. <laughs> Forming the the path and then of uh, arts organization is incredibly awesome. However, your experience However, in Memphis, my, the Yang of me, part of me, goes. <laughs> I am not responsible with kids. I will murder them. So wait, uh, what age group and what grade? It was in the high school. It was in Memphis. Oh, uh, by and high stuff. school, they're just kind of like I'm over it. Yeah, and they get... saw this strapping older man there. That oh, he's Latino, Puerto Rican. I could take him. Yeah, they tried. Emphasis on tried. So wait, is this like a, a so, inner city school? Yeah, it was. Or, um, or, or a rural? No, I, had, like... I, I, I had I had fun uh, uh, trying to teach in or you know, just uh-huh. Spanish and try something new. And it, it was fun. I had my moments, but it was incredibly stressful. Oh, I'm and, sure. And uh, yeah, it was insane. Um, and uh, kudos to teachers. I, I tried, and, and I think hopefully, I think I had one or two students that really kind of um, touched me. I know uh, personally, but I just decided to. It just really wasn't for me after a year of trying. I had got see these gray hairs. I only had one <laughs> or two. But when I finished, it was. Oh, I'm now, sure. I swear, but. Um, I said, um, where do I want to? I, I don't know what I'm doing. I was going to go back to Puerto Rico, honestly. Puerto Rico is always in my back. Oh, you actually Dallas back to the uh, uh, metro. But one day I was in New Orleans visiting a friend. And I said, hold on a second. New Orleans, it's, it's, it's for the booze. And hey, hold on a second. I, this is where I'm at. A month later, I moved there. So I closed shop. Oh I gave God. my 30-day notice in my uh, apartment. And I was here. Actually, it took two months. But roughly... And I, I trend. I found a job in a restaurant, and uh, the rest is history. As they say, I moved close to. Uh, they're all neighborhoods there, and actually, New Orleans is quite small. Really, mm-hmm. it, it is a small town. Regardless of what you think, you go there. It's big night. It's a small town. Uh, it was sent. They call it Central City, uh, which was the arc, actually one of the hardest hit uh, during Katrina. Um, it is the neighborhood next to uh, Garden District. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as hit, but it was all New Orleans was hit with Katrina. But uh, and the Garden District was, is where the more affluent people live. Uh, very gorgeous homes and so forth. It's literally across the street from this particular neighborhood called Central City. 
Uh, I ended up working at uh, Commander's Palace. And a shout out to Commander's Palace, my peeps out there. Oh. Love them, hate them, but I truly <laughs> love them and I miss them all. Uh, as much of a pain in the booty they, they are themselves <laughs> because restaurant is a tough gig. But they were very Southern New Orleans, uh, old restaurant. They are a legend. Anywhere I went, they say I work at Commander's Palace, be it from the poor homeless person in the street, not, not exaggerating, and to the other, another society, high society, they knew what Commander's Palace was, which is a total where is Where is it? it? It's there in the Gardens District on Washington Avenue. Okay. And stuff. So if you ever go there, oh, yeah. that's where you have to go. I'm going to go. And say, if there's anybody remembers me there, but people tend to stick oh, around there. Oh, I'm sure they remember you. Yeah, if they stick around, which they do. I've had people that um, uh, knew, um, well, Emerald. You know Emerald? Mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. started there. I had, and that was 20-some-odd years ago. And there are people still there that worked with Emerald when he oh, was wow. a sous chef there. And they could tell you stories about Emerald, some of them. And they come and they go, but they're, it, they, it's, it's a good gig. As they call it, and so they stay there, and they're residents. They're New Orleans uh, regionals, and they stay there. Most of them, they stay there, and they, they have their history. But anyway, I ended up working there for two years, and it was a blast. I had my times off. I was trying oh, to do other yeah. things, uh, filmmaking and so forth, but it was fun. I had a lot of. It's it's a good place for adults and the creative adults and very smart people. Uh, I, I had a couple of my server it. friends were PhDs mm -hmm. and masters mm -hmm. and a lot of artists and actresses and so forth that worked with me, um, which was very different to me. I'm used to college kids right. not caring about. This was a little different, so I got learned. I mean, I care. Uh, know more about wine than I care to. And if you don't know what a sommelier is, look it up. We had a bunch of them, and they were insane about yeah. wine. All I like about wine is that tastes good when you eat food. <laughs> and they was always ripping me because I didn't want to learn more. I'm like, yeah, it's good. But like I said, it's, 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 it's a lifestyle there. So it was very fun. Um, and then I ended up moving in the uh, seventh ward or the edge of the seventh ward, which was very close to the Marini, the by no, not the Bywire, the Marini, and, uh, and actually the French Quarter. That was about a 20-minute walk, which I did a lot, mm -hmm. to the French Quarter and uh, and to a area that was, is called a Frenchman Street. That's where all the jazz clubs are. Fun. Right. It's fun, fun, fun. And, of course, in every other corner, there's a dive bar, pool dive oh, bar. Yeah. Of a I, that's thing. why I love New Orleans. There's, so, like, always something going on mm -hmm. at all hours of the day and night. Oh, yeah. There's always some food going on uh -huh. at all the, all hours. I, I get off at 2 in the morning, and there was I go to the next bar down the street. I'd be there till four. Didn't happen much, but it happened enough. Well, yeah. So, because I, I had nothing else to do. I was going through my midlife crisis, like I said, as I, I might interject. Uh, <laughs> I will freely admit midlife crisis because I'm in my midlife. Thank you all very much. <laughs> so. That's okay, but it sounds like a, a good midlife crisis. It was, was good. It was fun. wasn't a crisis at all. No, my midlife soul searching. I went on top mm. of a mountain that just happened to be in New Orleans. By the way, New Orleans. Is he very, went to the lowest point yeah, no in kidding. the United that is States. The flattest, <laughs> uh, actually, Florida was flatter, but New Orleans is it's below sea flat. level. So, well, yeah, you can't go any flatter, I guess, technically. But that was a flat place. That was very new to me. I'm, even Dallas Fort Worth has mountains compared to New Orleans <laughs> and Florida. It was oh, I love it. And then you came here to Fort Worth. And then I'm back, baby. As they say, mm -hmm. I am back. Um, 
I know. I was so excited to see you here. I didn't know. I didn't know. Nobody. Yeah, a lot of people nobody. Died. Nobody tells me anything, and then what? I have to find out when I accidentally. Well, that's good. See, accidents happen. It's a happy accident. <sighs> it was a happy accident. A happy accident. That's what happens. And in, in, in Tammy, I'm like perfect. Tammy, I've got to talk. a couple of other artists, old school artists, um, had, that used to come here, and I, I'd see when I'd visit here. So, which is fun, you know. And they 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 tell me the history of what happened here um, after I left and. My uh, Kathy left, mm -hmm. so which some good, some bad, but it's, it's just it's history, like anything. And here I am. I said, well, I'm not doing anything. Let's do this. I was gonna go back to Puerto Rican, my mountain top over there, and do some meditating. <laughs> I put my little beanie hat thing on and <laughs> grow my beard that I hate because it just it's just too much. But um, mm -hmm. hey, keep it. But yes, I really was gonna do that if my house hadn't sold or if I hadn't gotten the job. I'd be in Puerto Rico say, peace, see ya, uh, because I couldn't, you know, and try there. Uh, either that or in L.A. I was thinking about, oh, no, oh, it was um, Colorado? No, L.A., because, oh, let me tell you about this show in Netflix. Oh, yes, this is what you were going to say I earlier. Was gonna go there. Okay, and yeah. What is, what show is it? hilarious show. It is funny. What it's is cracking it? me up. It's called uh, Disjointed. And oh, I haven't seen it's it. It's a thirty-minute skit, okay. you know, kind of comedy skit. It has that, uh, um, uh, what's her name, Bates or whatever her name is from. Oh, from the, uh, yes. From the Kathy Bates. Uh, Kathy Bates. Yes, and she she's like it. Uh, she's a pothead. Yeah, but she has like a, a a store, right? Yeah, she has a pot store, which okay. is legal in in California. Yes. Okay. Um, so it's all about the pot culture and and, and making I've heard fun of it. Of. I haven't like heard details about it. Is it yeah. awesome? It is at first. It's kind of slow at first. You're like, oh, it looks okay. Second of all, oh, that's not so bad. Third episode, you're kind of laughing. <laughs> By the fourth, you're cracking. Oh, <laughs> it has. I think it just took a, a one or two yeah. maturity. I get to mature two episodes to mature, and come into its own. But it is. It's a dumb show, but it's, at the same time, it's an awesome show because it's very smart. Kathy is freaking funny. It, Miss Bates killed now knocks it off the street. Love it. And uh, so do all the characters mm -hmm. in there. Very, actually, now that I think about it, it's very uh, multiracial, very mm -hmm. diverse. Mm -hmm. A lot of female, the females I empower, a lot of them multiracial. Um, so it's very well, very well balanced in that sense because, of course, everybody loves to get high. <laughs> 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 Not that I partake of that. I'm a professional mm -hmm. in the arts. Hey, what you do but, in your own time is whatever. But it is freaking funny. That it just cracks me up <laughs> every time. Maybe because I have a sense, weird sense of humor, which is possibility. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. No, I think I want to watch it. it. It is funny, and um, if you know of the pot culture, it probably would be even funnier. So um, it's it's just funny, and I just I'm, there's two seasons. I'm kind of halfway through almost all mm -hmm. of them. I think I have two or three episodes left, uh, but it is funny. And it's bare, I, I'm usually on Netflix, isn't it? Usually on Netflix, you get addicted to the ones with a lot of violence or sex and oh dramas and stuff, which is fine if it's well written. Yeah. I don't care if it's uh, sex and drama in it and, and violence, as long as it keeps me. It's different and, and it's mm -hmm. interesting. Some of it is trite. There's a lot of trite, uh, but you must admit, uh, serialized t uh, shows have come back full circle and they're very engaging and very fun to watch. Uh, if you like drama or comedy or whatever. In, on the internet and all the uh, first subscribing, yeah, it rocks. I have been, I have loved, lo learned to love binge watching. Oh my, my gosh! Thing. 
because I used to not, but I'm like, I can't, you gotta watch it. So there's a new show, I can't, I can't even remember what it's on, but it's like, it's on a regular channel and it comes on every week. And I told my husband, I was like, the first week I said, I gotta wait till it's like already done, season's done, so I can binge watch it. Cause I don't feel like waiting another week. It sucks. It, it does. It's the worst. You're like, how, how do you, I did, especially if you end up liking the okay, damn show. Okay, so like, I, I loved watching like Seinfeld. My dad and I used to watch yeah. Seinfeld all the time. And like, that was manageable because there was no other way to watch the shows, right? Yeah. You couldn't go back and watch and them now, like that. everything else sucked anyway. So you just have one yeah. show or two minutes. Or you know you really what? Another like. show, okay, so, I mean, this is so random, but another show that I like to watch, let's say like 15 years ago, was. Grey's Anatomy. I yeah, love I that, that show. When it first came out, I like oh, yeah. I made sure I that I was home it, yeah. to watch that show. Mm-hmm. But then now I'm like, I mean, I don't watch it now. I, mean, I don't even know what's going it on right changed. now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like, design. I would wait a week to watch that show. Mm-hmm. That would be my show. But now I just like, I don't care. I'll just wait. I don't care if there's spoilers. I will still watch it it's if I read spoilers. It's better to watch, honestly. I oh think. my gosh. Because you just, if you really like it, you know how they got you, if you like, don't go to sleep and your significant yeah, oh. other is like, come and you're like, just no, one yeah, more, just one, one more. more. Do, you, do you ever watch... That is the cure to addiction. Do you ever watch Portlandia? Yes. Okay, yes. they have... <laughs> they have... It's stupid. It's so Oh, funny. it's... You know what's my favorite show? It's their last season, this season. I have watched But, it, okay, yeah. so the first season they ever did, they had... I think it was the first or second season. They had a skit where they watched Battlestar Galactica. Like, I remember. They straight they they watched yeah. it straight through, and then they watched something else, and then they ended up like getting fired. The lights got turned off. I mean everything because they spent their whole time binge watching for like a week or something. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's what I did. I was in Puerto Rico when I discovered Battlestar Galactica, the new one, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm. Be- I've never even watched that. Show. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. Don't That's even. That's what got me started you, on binge watching. You know, I never watched. Uh, okay, you know what got me started? You're so on- weird. No. How could you not watch it? I'm sorry, I just I, never you watched have to it. Be a sci-fi geek. You're not a sci-fi geek. I, you know what? I lost respect. For I'm you. learning so much for material. I'm, lo- I'm, ta- <laughs> no, I'm taking one dollar no. off your material. No, bonus. no, no, no. One, I'm, a, I'm a little bit science. I like the scientific, whatever the science. What is it called? Sci-fi. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't even know what it's called. I'm taking your like. Okay, I'm yeah. A geek I know. I know. I'm not you're a good sci. I'm not a good sci-fi. But dance on. The, the first show that I binge watched that I hadn't seen before mm-hmm. was The Wire on yeah. HBO. I never watched I never watched it before. Um, I never watched it before when it was on HBO. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like eight seasons yeah. and maybe about 10 or 15. Oh, yeah. ep- these are when the seasons mm-hmm. had 10 or 15 episodes. Mm-hmm. Like they were long seasons. I watched that. I got emotionally involved with everybody, and when it was over, I had to like seek counseling. <laughs> I mean, I really. Doctor. Okay. And the, and the doctors talk to you. Is that your family member? And you're like, yes, no, sort of. But you know, uh, you know. Okay, so no. Then it was. Did you ever watch Sons of Anarchy? No, it's okay. not to watch it okay. because I hear crazy stuff So about it. I never watched it, again, I never watched it when it was actually on. Uh, so I was able to binge watch the entire series, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know how many how many seasons it was. Again, emotionally involved with every character. And I was, I was a mess. I was a mess when it was over. Like, I fall into a deep depression when these things end. And that's probably like a week or two. Like, I think it took, took me probably a couple of months to do Sons of Anarchy, mm-hmm. watching a couple episodes a night. It is 
emotionally draining. Oh my gosh, like I got emotionally invested. Oh, you get mad and you're like, when are you coming on? Oh please. Oh, and it was over. Okay, okay, okay. TNT. When is your stuff coming? Okay, HBO. That was my thing. Is I watched two shows that were completely over and gone and done with. So they were not coming back. And I, that's how I was like, I mean, I was a mess. You couldn't deal. I could not deal. Did you deal. write to the, the, the network or whoever posted? I mean, look, could you please bring it back? I had some moments where I was like, I need to be left alone. Like, I need to really, like, digest oh, everything pitiful. that, oh, it was really pitiful. Was I mean, pitiful. and I just, like, spent hours when I could have spent, like, time doing something else with, like, my family or. Yeah, I love you, Dad. <laughs> I know, I know you're going to be gone soon. So you're 200 year old. And, but, but no, again, let me finish this episode. I know I haven't recorded, but I must see it. Please, let me. I just saw the last episode two it's minutes ago. So, I can't believe it. Oh, my gosh. I, I got really sucked you're into it. You're making me feel guilty. No, you're making me feel guilty because, like, my I. My mom's out there in Puerto Rico <laughs> sick. And I'm like, and I spent more time. Binge with watching. With days or whatever. We're dazzled. <laughs> That is true. I am so guilty. No, yeah. Guilty no, it's really bit. like, but isn't that like Let's what they... Let's reach out and call somebody. But that's what the shows do to you. That's what yes. that, that's... Well, we, that, you know, we, honestly, as, as, as talking about the arts, that's great. Because yeah. I mean, good writing, good acting. Yeah. It, it, remember, the 80s, as much as I loved it, a decade, I kind of call my coming into my own. <laughs> it was horrible watching for anything, really. Horrible TV. Well, no, no, because Seinfeld came in the nineties, and they and so did Friends, and they got getting over. Yeah, that's when like TV. I think TV was like um, a part of like what people did. Like that's Mm -hmm. what people did. TV before that, I don't think people really took. I mean, it was there, but nobody really. But it was like uh, nobody. But nobody invested time into it. Emotional investment. Oh my gosh! Unless like like, it was like I don't know. I never watched soap operas, but I feel like that's what soap operas. I guess. But like, I got into much. And I never, I'm from Puerto Rico. <laughs> I got my tela Yeah, no, I never really. I never watched the novellas, but I know my grandma's did. But oh, they got obsessed with it. The only telenovela I got obsessed with that I makes it when I was a kiddo, in Puerto Rico, there's this one called. Uh, and all y'all Puerto Ricans out there, you know this. If you're past <laughs> me by age, which I'm not telling you, even though I'm quite pleasant to look at for a video. <laughs> anyway, it was Coralito. Look it up. It's a Puerto Rican telenovela from, I think it was the 70s, 80s, whenever it was. I was a kiddo. Is it still on right now? Oh, hell no. Oh. That's like ancient Old. history. Okay. But it was the coolest, cutest little 18, whatever the hell she was. And here I am, I don't know, 12 or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, Coralito. <laughs> that, because, of course, we have beaches and we're all about beach culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mountains and love. And she was the independent woman. And she was like a, a, a mermaid, beach bum kind of thing that always loved the ocean. She was the, the, the natural Greenpeace love ecologist, okay. hippie, hipster thing. Okay. Um, so it was great. <laughs> that was the only telenovela I could say I watched beginning to end. Because to. of the girl. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Was 12 years. <laughs> it was emotionally invested. It was emotionally invested. We were talking. For 12 years, hey, I guess. I, I, I understand that. Now I know what you, you know what you're but, talking about. Yeah, the damn networks. Oh, they have gosh. to spend money. But actually, that's a great opportunity for artists. I wish we had a filmmaker or somebody artist, because as much as we complain about it, well, I'm not too complaining about it. Uh, economically speaking, or, or uh, and it's it's a great because they have more outlets for their creativity. People are willing to take a chance. Mm-hmm. Financially speaking, there's more outlets because yeah. you know, look, I have this product. I can sell it to Netflix, or if they don't get a National Geographic or TNT or whatever one 
there's a thousand out there well, I can sell it overseas thinking business wise um, well I mean it's like so accessible now exactly. you can make it with your phone you could produce it using minimal yes. equipment that is true I well, mean quality, the purest out there and I'm only partial purist in certain aspects would say they still suck the, yeah, the new age but, but they don't actually um, it's just they're still strapped to their old school production values but they don't I mean it is so incredible because I, eventually I always say it's all about the story mm-hmm. screw everything it's about the story how well it's put together the acting everything must come together and it fits the story and you have the emotional or intellectual grab mm-hmm. you're gonna want more yeah and you want that endorphins yeah. up there that's I think that's that's what, what I think when it comes to the arts and that, that mesh of arts and business um, sometimes you want that sugar high sometimes you want that much more uh, engaged intellectual uh, stimulation when it comes to art in this instance storytelling through a, a film video so that's what I call it so because I want my funny disjointed smoking girl <laughs> but sometimes I want that nice documentary oh yeah and, and uh, that tells you engages you with current issues or issues that are, are relevant even a hundred years going on so that's why I think it's kind of wonderful this crazy thing we call internet slash digital revolution mm-hmm. age um, as much as but this is this is what it is right here. This is yeah, like, I'm this I'm podcast out there in world world land or whatever la la land. <laughs> I mean, really, that's what it is. It's just being accessible and having all these different ways to promote it, and yeah, you can choose there. to do it. You can choose to. We have the YouTube. Oh my gosh! I'm telling it's you, crazy. you yeah, know, like these... those little kids that like get paid millions of dollars to. Yeah. Play with toys and then yeah. give their. They have a million followers. They get a they, they get a, a, a a sponsor from. Yeah, Disney. they get a give a How review. About, do you know about the uh, the Alaskan Malamutes? This owner guy, he no. put he put these his dogs, his dog YouTube thing, and the dogs do cute things. Eventually, they got into a million views and so forth. I forgot Kiki, I think they're called or something. Yeah, Cutest you get all these dogs, and Disney gave them a contract. Oh my god! And now they're millionaires, all through YouTube. But them. then, like, do you keep the content? Like, do you have to, like, follow Disney content? Or do you... It all depends. I mean, I like, you what, sell out. Like, what do yeah, you... Yeah, they're sellouts. I wouldn't have gone about food. Yeah, no, but, but you were like... Again, somebody gives me a million dollars. Like, yeah, Yo, you're going to do it. for my dog videos? <laughs> they cost 10 cents to, like... Hey, Bart, you know one that I found the other day? Freaking hilarious. <laughs> it kills me. I was there working on, like, uh, what the Facebook dad. I mean, my mom. Okay, dad. A cousin. Okay, whatever. Okay, and then all of a sudden I had this bat dad. Look at it, it was face. It's on YouTube, of course, but it was through Facebook. That I saw him like he put it on Facebook. Bat, bat dad. dad, Batman, like Batman. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Bat dad. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy with his stupid Batman mask, uh-huh. but he shows just like the eye, like yeah. when, you know, real like the comic book. And he talks to the Batman. What are you doing? <laughs> and he talks to his kids and his wife. Sir, get out of there! Oh my God! Hey kid, get off the toilet! Batman, and, it's a, and the funny ones, the ones I find hilarious, are the ones when his wife is on in the background. What's her name? Katie or something. And he screams. <laughs> and she just hits. She's get away from me, your butt. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> and it is freaking hilarious. It, it cracks me up. 
I'm, I'm becoming a stupid millennial at age 15, 50. And that you're watching the YouTube? <laughs> I know, that's I'm like, this is more, I spend hours, I look at the, I'm like, oh shit, I've been here on two hours watching Bat Dad. I'm like, and then I'm a fan, I subscribe to his stupid channels. And now you're, and that's it. And that, that's how it. he gets paid. I hate myself. That's how he gets paid. I, I hate, when I, you click can this. Can I do the rehab? You imagine a rehab for people YouTube that are addicts, yeah addicts, mm -hmm. for stupid mm -hmm. two second clips. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that should be that kind of fun. That would be kind of funny. You have rehab a for AA meetings, but there'd be the whatever meetings for YouTube click addicted. Click, <laughs> YouTube click addict. Yes, my name is Avi. I'm addicted to YouTube. <laughs> Yes, it's 30 seconds. And again, did you see Bad Dad? Bad Dad, yes, it's Bad Dad. And, and he just screamed it. Oh, but how about the man label Kiki? Yes, he was <laughs> But he <laughs> hasn't put out a thing. He has not put out an episode for two days. I don't know if I can tell. Yes, I know I came here yesterday. You tired me? Wait, what you mean you don't like what I'm saying? What? Him, give me a like. Give me a like. Boy, that would be worse. We need to have this on video. And that could be a YouTube video right there. Click, click, click. You do like Howard Stern, what him talking and being gross to people. No, but, no, no, no. Um, well, he had the uh, Howard Stern had a video. I say because he had a video. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To mm -hmm. his thing, and you watch stupid stuff that he would do. I mean, that's so. why people like tune in. Like they listen to, it and they're like, oh, I want to see what they're doing. Well, yeah. they have that well, accessibility. Him, they're so accessible. Yeah. Well, with him, it would be all budget, half naked woman and stuff, <laughs> doing weird stuff. Oh, that is the dumbest thing I would do. You put a camera or mic in front of him, and they will do anything they normally would not do. That's scary. And then complain about it later. Oh, it'll never be that bad. Yeah. No, no yes, you do. Yeah, you put a camera on you, but, well, one-fourth of the population, I mean, not a lot of them. Well, that's what stuff. it is. Like, everybody has a phone in front of their faces. They're always taking selfies. They're making sure everybody knows what they're doing or how their life is supposed is that, to be. Is that a millennial thing? It is a millennial thing. Stuff? And what I is haven't exactly really, I tried to do the selfie. Under 30s or something like that? I've tried to do the, well. I know some people that are like in their 30s and 40s who are like constantly taking selfies and I feel like that's part of it too mm -hmm. like they want to make sure everybody knows where they are what they're doing who they're with how their life is supposedly in this like Instagram mm -hmm. Facebook world but it's really not the, the case right mm -hmm. I, I always for, one I always forget to do the selfies Two, I always forget to like post that I'm somewhere where I'm having a fabulous time but I just I don't really forget to do it just I'm like I really don't want to Put it out there, or sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I should should do it because I think I feel like I want to share what I'm doing with other people. Like we should just post this podcast. Podcast. Hashtag podcast. <laughs> we do podcast. Hashtag. Hashtag. You gotta take a photo. You know what we're gonna call this? We're gonna call this a three beer podcast. Three beer. Yeah, Let's see how many three beers. <laughs> All what right. Else are we talking about? Okay, let's just wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. We're talking about the Rosemarine Theater, the Arthur de la Rosa. Yes. All the exciting things that are going to happen in 2018. Correct. So, what's the website? Website is www.artesdelarosa.org. Um, just go visit it and you'll see all our stuff that is up and coming. Um, and, and or give me a call here at 817 624 83 and as for Dora, well, and or Avi here, and we will be more than happy to help you out. Yeah, you need volunteers. We you need, need tons of volunteers. We have a professional supporting art uh, membership coming up, which is uh, will be kind of like a membership package. You can help us out as volunteers, get little discounts on our events, 
and our shop that will eventually, maybe in a year or two, be opening. Uh, we'll have our yeah. store thing. That, that's kind of like one of those little museum shops. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. have a little paraphernalia with rows or, and, and shows that we've shown and stuff um, there. Um, that'll be a nice little profit margin mm-hmm. thing for their uh, for-profit thing. Um, but yeah, visit us and hopefully there'll be a lot of exciting things. You could be a membership. You could be a family. Our, one of our family members. You could be a primo, prima, hermana, hermano, or the ultimate padrino. And all those are on the website? Is no, for... That part is up and coming. We got updated. Okay. We'll be updating. We have our events coming up. Uh, uh, the Poetry Slam. Uh, third Thursday of February is the first one. I can't remember the specific day. And a couple of things there going on. We have some poetry showing there. I have a theater for... The third Thursday of... Every month it should be, which... I had the, so February, February something. February there, the third Thursday is February fifteenth. Uh, should be there then. Yes, that should hopefully be there. Will be nice and up and running. Ooh, that's uh, some poetry with Miss Tammy Gomez, yes. and poet excellent, yes, extraordinaire. Um, we'll have some fun spotting out some spoken word art. Um, and of course we have our gallery opening next week in February the second, uh, with the Fort Worth Arts Collective. Uh, big. That yes. Is, that is the. Is there admission to get into that? No, no. The gallery is open, open to the public uh, between uh, nine and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can come on in, check it out. Uh, with some, might stay a little late, open later on. Just gotta give us a call. The opening reception is next February the second. Six to eight is a little wine and cheese kind of thing. Talk, mm-hmm. talk with the uh, exhibiting artist. Uh, that'll be here. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. Literally big installations. I hear that the pieces are nice and big. Nice. Um, So that'll be fun. Then we have an architectural uh, exhibit coming in April. That has also been confirmed. And a a lot of 3D kind of architectural drawings and so forth. Very fun stuff uh, about architects. And, uh, things. Is it local architecture or yes, just? Yes, no, the, the gentleman is from the, he works at UT Arlington mm-hmm. uh, and he's bringing in a lecture, I believe it was the Kimball uh, from Mexico, Mexico, and then they're going to come here for the opening reception of that time. Wow. And it's just a bunch of architectural kind mm-hmm. of 3D prints and stuff. Really fun architect stuff. Talking about, you know, the art and design of architecture and uh, urban design. That'll be fun. That's another one fun one for the gallery itself. And then in uh, uh, May, April or May, I can't remember, and we don't have it solid yet, we're going to have our, our first theater production and stuff uh, of the professional company. I do not have the name for that one at the, off the top of my head. To be determined. To be determined, because as always the arts, us Hispanics, we've <laughs> got to stay true to our stereotype and do everything at the last minute. Yeah. Okay, I said so that. I, said I, that. I, I, said I went there. I, went I there. bring my best work when I procrastinate and I'm under the gun and I've got literally seconds to, you know, do something. It's, just break out it's a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> recipe of just good creativeness. I love it. So, yeah, that's, um, so that's it here at the uh, Rosemary Theater for the Artes de la Rosa. That's our things our repertoire our uh well i'm so excited i'm so excited i'm excited you're here because then i can be here okay come on now it's all we're all family here it is it is and the uh, neighborhood community next door and it's all family 
It is. That's why I say it's like you walk in, we hang out for a while. My doors are always open to everyone and uh, anyone and everyone that. And we're lo- and you're located at 1440. 1440 North, North Main. Main Street here in fabulous Fort Worth, North North, uh, North neighborhood. Close so re- to the stockyards. That is Close correct. to downtown. Oh yeah, you can see that beautiful downtown downtown building. You can see it from here. They're lording over us. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yes, we are. We expect you all to visit us. We'll have fun here. So. That's great. You'll have fun. Well, thank you very much for being on the Material Girl podcast and having a couple of beverages with me. Refreshing beverages. Refreshing beverages. As always. Well, thank you for inviting me. It was a pleasure. It was fun. It was a blast. We'll do it again. We'll do it like, you know. We got to do it again. All the time. Okay. Yep. We're there. We're there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. All right.